0: Johnny Ray Diaz, ha, yeah, and the Arnold twins.
1: Everybody, to Surviving Hollywood Podcast. My name's Austin. My name's Aaron. Hey, friends, I'm Johnny. And we got to talk about Hollywood. Let's state talk about of, it. S- state of the industry. It's been, you recently helped me with a uh, self tape audition, Johnny, but other than that, we haven't really seen each other.
0: Did you book it? Yep. Did you really? All right, dude. Now
1: they haven't heard anything.
0: Oh, you got me all <laughs> excited, dude. I was like, man, send me my 10%.
1: But that one would be great because it's with Colin Firth. That's right.
0: So you can talk about it. Is that okay to talk about? I mean You're, I can mention you already that. his name, so I yeah, I can
1: mention that and I can mention he's starring in uh, something you, on HBO Max. You you make out with him? Is that part of it? Well, okay now. See that's what I can't talk ah,
0: about. Ah, I see. Well I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm just speculating, yeah. so I have no idea. <laughs> um all right, dude, that's good. What
1: else is going on? Tell me about you first, because you just got, you just had a Zoom callback or an audition or something a couple hours ago. Right. You just
2: bought not just one bike, but two different types of bikes. What? <laughs> a bicycle and a motorcycle.
0: I have two bikes now, man. You know, you got to get the workout in, dude. It's all about the workout.
2: The like- motorcycle isn't really a workout, but... But you decided it's time for me to get both a motorcycle and a bicycle at the same time.
0: Well, maybe I went through a midlife crisis. I don't know, man. But uh, I I figured like, hey, I've always been interested in learning how to ride a motorcycle. And there's roles out there sometimes that call for like someone that knows how to ride a motorcycle, right? So I was like, hey, let me just get my license. It's COVID. There's not a lot happening. Got it. Bought a bike. And dude, it's a lot of fun, actually. I mean,
2: you know. I thought the motorcycle looked really cool just like the look was cool
0: yeah it's like a little cafe racer it's a kind of a it's kind of a throwback retro bike but it's new so i guess that's like what they're doing now but it's fun um yeah dude i told well i i I think i told austin but uh i mean i i found out today that i didn't i'm probably not gonna get it unfortunately but uh i had a third audition a final produce a final producer session for a series regular on a, on a Disney show. Um, can't what show? What, T- type can't it. Say what it is. Um, it's a new one. It's yeah. Okay. It's a new show. But anyway, had the producer session last, I don't know, whatever day I talked to you, Austin. Um, Three camera show? Uh, yeah. No. Actually, that's a good question. A sitcom is what I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, technically, yes, but. Or is it more like Scrubs? No, it's it's more it's more Disney like sitcommy. Um, but anyway, I found out today that because my manager emailed me saying that uh, I'm still there, but uh, I'm not the front runner. So, which means oh. that they're probably going another direction. You're still there, though. You're still in yeah. The mix. But they but they said I'm not I'm not the front runner on it. So yeah. But hopefully that front runner tests positive for drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But who knows how many people they they probably had like five people. I don't know. Who knows? Um, But uh, so that kind of sucks. But at the same time, I was just like, you know, it's interesting. So this is something we can kind of briefly talk about. And you guys can kind of chime in about this. So uh, the, uh, the producer session I had for this was live on Zoom. And the session was very straight business. Like, as soon as I got on, it was like, Hey, what's going on? Um, so this is so-and-so. All right, let's go ahead and do it. Like, it felt very, like, there wasn't even, like mo- like, a time to banter. You know what I mean? Like, a friendly banter or, like, hey, what are you guys up to? Or whatever. Like, there was nothing. It was just, like, just, hey, let's go. And then I was, like, fine. So I did it. And then right after the first scene, it was, like, great, let's do the second scene. And then I did the second scene, and it was just, like, thanks, have a good day.
1: And I was just like, okay. It, it sucks because like in, <laughs> if, if it was a live audition, that could easily happen in, in the room in a live audition. Yeah. But there would be, whether the camera guy was set, took an extra second or there'd be something you could reference. But over Zoom, it's, you really can't because you're going to ruin the flow.
0: Yeah. And it's also weird because like you can't see everybody, right? Like I just had like the little column and then somebody's talking to me, but I don't know who's talking to me, right? Because it's like a little column. And then I'm like trying to look at it and then figure it out. But then they're like, Oh no, we're, let's, just, let's go. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I'm like trying to like figure out my framing. Right. Like, Oh, am I cool here? Like, you know, are you guys fine with this? I don't know, man. It's just, it's just weird. And it's, it, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have had any, you know, zoom callbacks like live in person with people during this time, but it's definitely harder to connect with anybody. Right. It
2: is. And you like what you went through sounds like um, was like the worst case, because there's literally (laughs) nothing that you could draw upon or that he, you know, drew upon. But like even in some of my Zoom callbacks or auditions, um, you know, even if the producers or whoever's there, like leaves it open. Hey, any questions? How are you doing today? Right. That's still good. But still, there's like a sense of urgency since you're face to face on Zoom. And it's like yeah just let's get going it's just the, not nobody's saying it but it's like there's no room there, for a pause
0: there's definitely like a sense of urgency like all right like let's let's go ahead and keep going here you know what i mean and then it's just and then if they don't give any feedback or like any redirection you're just like all right so let's just yep. keep, keep doing it
1: <laughs> I you don't know what know. I bet the guy that's number one in the mix that's up for it, I bet he found a way to uh, communicate
0: between scenes. Maybe he did. Maybe, I mean, maybe he did and maybe that's why he's there and I'm here.
2: But it's also all of a sudden you're coming through, you're at a producer session that was a Zoom thing. Your third callback or whatever, producer session, huge deal. Hardly anybody gets to that point. Um, And all of a sudden it's only the top of you. You're in 720 pixels. Your your voice is (laughs) modulated in 720 pixels. So it's like... Yeah. Not, they're not getting like the full package, you know.
0: Well, also on top of that, they explicitly told me before I got on that they wanted me to shoot the audition with a different camera. So I had to set up a camera in front of me and then talk to the reader on Zoom with the camera, you know, next to the computer. Oh, shit. To the, the computer next to the camera. And then they're like just make sure you hit record on your camera so we have a clean copy that we can see. And so in the middle of like me coming in, I'm like, they're like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, oh, uh, I gotta hit record on a thing real quick. And they're like, oh yeah, please do that. And so I'm like, now I'm like consciously like, okay, now I'm setting up the camera, hitting record. And then I'm stepping into frame. And I'm like, all right, uh, I'm rolling on that one. And it's like, all right now, now go. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like all these like things at one time. And it's well, like-
2: You like, have professional photography experience. What if somebody doesn't have another camera or doesn't have a
0: cable to connect it or doesn't even know? That's- it looked really good. The audition looked like any other self-tape I've ever shot, but I mean, that didn't matter. <laughs> so, you know, maybe it's because
1: they're used to working with kids. You know, it's like they need the kids to make sure it's good.
0: Well, according to them, they said that uh, because those are the these are the tapes that they actually send for uh, to you know. To the network, to let them make the decision. they're going to the real who gonna pick, Exactly, and so that's what they, and a lot of times they've been saying these Zooms that are like low quality and don't sound good. And so they're like, well, they're not really that good. Like if you can shoot it, that would really make you sort of stand out. But then it's like another thing you have to think about. Like, This was know. Disney or Nick? Disney. Nice, Disney has royalties. Yeah. And-
1: and just for the folks at home, Johnny, that are waiting for their producer session with Disney, like, would, could you have done anything differently looking back? Like, is, you know, in hindsight, was there anything you could have done?
0: No, that's why That's why I don't really, I don't really, I'm, I don't really feel bu- like that upset about it. Like, it's more like, dis- like disappointed, like, I kind of bummed about it. Like, oh, all right. But in terms of like performance, I did everything I did in the callback. I did exactly like hit every beat I felt like I wanted to hit. I mean it was exactly what I did in all the other auditions. It felt it felt good. So in terms of performance, like I'm not that upset because I'm like, oh I, I did what I wanted to do. And so that never would have changed. The only that could have changed is like, oh maybe I could have made an effort to like be more charming or something. I don't know. Hey. But fuck 'em.
1: Disney whoa, if you're watching.
0: them. You, hey, 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 no. Let's not do that, dude. Uh-huh. So- this, oh. clip is gonna, this clip is going to come back and bite you. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, that's well, Johnny. Just I know Disney I was. A big, like we had this out. That's
2: I know right. Disney was always a big dream to you because you always just <laughs> you know you watch all these dis. You, you're a big Disney movie fan, right? From when no. you were a child, you said okay. your favorite Disney movie ever was "Songs of the South," the original.
1: <laughs> okay, is that even a Disney movie? Okay, see. That's going to come back to. I like got recalled. Yeah, okay. I didn't even I heard that. <laughs> I just want to say, Disney, you know I'm joking. I loved Luck of the Irish. That was my favorite original movie.
0: I'm a Pinocchio
2: guy, so there you go. Well, Songs of the South, just so everybody knows, was a sing-along about the Reconstruction era in America, which was a bad time for many people. And it kind of painted like people coming out of slavery as having a good time. And since Disney has said, yeah, we we messed up on that one. Trying to get away from that one. I got it. Yeah, it's that guy who sings zippity doo though. Yeah, go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I was going to say regardless of that I, I i am pinned for a recurring role on a different show
1: whoa so
0: hopefully that books what show type it in the chat uh i, I can tell you guys well it's a spin-off of a popular tv show on uh what, network what network on, uh it's on stars i can't say anything else though stars could be anything could be
2: software. Uh, we don't know
0: it shoots in new york so hopefully that's your dream you're always dude, dreaming
2: about new york
0: man one of my dreams is to work in a project in new york city so i'm hoping that like if the other one didn't go through this one goes through just because i want to work in new york but anyway what about you guys
2: i mean are like, are gonna type it in the chat
0: though or? oh yeah sorry
1: <laughs> was that from your atlanta agent or i mean your la agent or your southeast agent
0: uh that was from yeah that was from uh from danita southeast yeah so but that's uh i don't know if it i don't know if it really matters that it was in the southeast because i think they know i'm there i'm in la i don't know i don't really know just wondering but anyway what about you guys anything else cooking
1: aaron literally just helped me audition for a self-tape for a pilot from my Southeast agent um, shoots in Phil- Philadelphia. If I get
0: what's a, what, uh, what's, what is it? What's the role?
1: It, it's about an underachieving musician that, oh no, no, It's the main character is an underachieving musician with an ego and uh, and he's surrounded by sort of a ragtag group of his friends. And I played like a stoner, one of his stoner friends.
0: Were you, did you audition for the lead? He's, su- he's supporting recurring. Oh, okay. All right, nice, dude. I mean, it's a TV show. What network is it? Did I you don't know. Didn't say or no? I'm, I'm not sure. It didn't say. All right. But the
1: last two auditions I had were actually from, from the southeast region. So it's getting like, lots I, of Atlanta auditions. I don't know. Is the same? Is it the same for you, or is it equal?
0: I haven't had an Atlanta audition forever. Maybe it's because,
2: you know, they've they've opened up sooner. Have you had a lot, Aaron? had a lot of auditions
0: and like from the southeast i don't Uh, know or do you have a southeast i don't know i don't have a
2: southeast agent so i haven't had Uh, any they've all been from la all
1: right i I tell aaron that that's I'll you know i'll refer him and i'm saying there is a lot of they represent a lot of white guys in their upper 20s lower 30s but i was like you can probably find something that's as less white guys in our age group but i'll definitely refer you aaron's not taking me up on
0: that offer why not what's what's the problem aaron what are you feeling
2: well, I mean, you've never booked anything from the, that agent yet. Not that it's a bad thing to have the agent, but. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you have the opportunity, so. That. That's true. There's really no reason why I shouldn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yet still, I refuse. <laughs> yet still, I will never do it.
1: <laughs> if Aaron's not working local, if Aaron's not working in the Hollywood, West Hollywood area, he's not working. Oh, okay.
2: No, I would. I would. Uh, I should do that. That's a good idea.
0: Okay, the they real question. Don't, don't play us, dude. If you want to do it, do it. The the real question is, dude, did you have COVID? What happened, man?
2: Uh man, no, I just had like the stomach flu or something.
0: Ah, all right. Yeah, because Austin, when I helped Austin out one day, he said that you were, you were dying, dude. Yeah, we got back from the wedding, so we were traveling. Thought that uh,
2: perhaps, even though I got vaccinated, thought like, oh man, is this COVID? But I, it was not COVID. So Maybe how he got was the test after I got vaccinated? And and nothing. And nothing, no COVID. Maybe,
0: maybe it was the vaccine.
2: No, it wasn't. Uh, it was uh, a long time after that. Oh, got you.
0: How was, uh, how was the world? Was it North Carolina? Is that where you guys went? Yeah, it
2: was like on the edge of North Carolina. So North Carolina, South Carolina.
0: How's the uh, the climate over there, the COVID? Is
2: it non-existent? Yeah, pretty much non-existent. I mean, you still technically have to wear a mask when you go in a restaurant, but it didn't seem like any of the restaurants took it too seriously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you guys wear one? Because I feel like the places I've gone to now, I'm like,
2: eh. I'm letting it down, man. I'm not going to wear one if the staff isn't wearing one.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if no one else is wearing one, like, why am I going to put one on? It's like, especially the people I'm with aren't wearing one, then it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah, Yo, and by
1: the way, LA um, is practically back open again, right? You don't have to wear a mask if you're... And the private establishments can say you have to wear a mask in our place, but in public, you don't have I don't a
2: think mask. anybody should be able to take a role unless they can show a passport that shows that they got the vaccine.
0: Really? On a yearly basis. So you think we should enforce the vaccine, make it mandatory? I think I think nobody works
2: until Tony Fauci stars <laughs> in a role. Okay. Well, we might be waiting for a little bit. Don't you think? I think he could like, they're easily going to give him parts in Hollywood.
0: But he, Well, here's a good question, though. What do you What do you guys really feel about the vaccine? Do you think productions should make it mandatory that you can't be there unless you have a are fully vaccinated? How do you guys feel about that? Um, and can they even do that? I think know. a
1: private establishment can do what they want. I and I, I think honestly, if it if it gets if it gets more job opportunities for me, then yeah, do it. But I'm not. That's not important to me. Otherwise,
0: so you haven't gotten the vaccine uh hell no dude i'm not going to it's fake is it oh, because of joe rogan
1: no just right. kidding i got the job i got johnson and johnson recalled two days later <laughs> but i felt fine
0: all right that's good i just you know I shouldn't be laughing but i was just like i mean oh man but also i i think it's kind of weird that they recalled it because it was only like a few people that had a really negative reaction of like a such a large population i don't feel like they don't even recall like cars for that few of people being affected by it they're like oh we're recalling the toyota because four people were in an accident it's like no they need a bigger pool of people you know that's true
2: and they actually recall cars all the time but like i feel like most people don't even like know about it
0: yeah that's yeah, that's true that's true anyway what's sounds new like with, you guys are busy what's new with ash dude ash is uh he's doing his thing man he was on a veil for a thing for uh, a movie or something and uh he just worked on a tv show i can't say what it was um a a
2: sag tv show
0: yeah i'll just say it's hbo but uh look at him and guess what dude who helped him with the audition come on dude who gave him the notes told him hey try this do this I'm, i'm just saying dude i'm just saying you know, I learned something from the mastering business side of acting. So, there you go. Yes, good. I hope good you guys guy. do too. <laughs> Everybody, go check out that episode on YouTube. There you go. There you go.
1: That's a joke. It was. It's. It got taken off YouTube.
0: Yeah. Did, did you guys pull it down? Yeah, I can put it back up. All right. Well, I guess no, our our guests didn't
1: to. know our guest didn't know from our last episode that it was going to be a video component.
2: Which well, is totally on him. I wasn't going to take it down because it wasn't our fault he didn't know and it's like we've been doing it
0: for how long with them i mean that's why i said if you saw that that email i sent them i said hey guys just let them know every future one is always on video i don't know what they can't expect you well
2: i thought it was cool like how he like had his tv going in the back it created like a like i felt (laughs) like wow this guy's so chill
0: (laughs) yeah i felt like someone you wanted to hang out with i'm like dude i want that guy to manage my career (laughs) yeah i mean his his words and his you know
2: attitude spoke for itself i'd still work with them
0: yeah i agree last question guys I just want to know this is a little off topic actually what do i do with my doge guys what do i do I there's we're the thing little, guys talking a little crypto here you when know, did you get in i got i first bought it when it was like eight cents and then i bought more when it was at like i think 30 or something okay so i'm still i'm up but i'm like do i just get rid of it what do we do here
2: yeah i mean i mean you know. You're not, you don't want to hold it. So it's just like there is, you're going to get rid of it at some point.
0: I mean, I, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't think it's long-term. I don't think it's going to like really go anywhere, but I guess, okay. So, you know, there's actors out there, right. They're looking at making, you know, this little side income, you know, maybe a little crypto, maybe they're toying with the crypto a little bit from the experts. I got, we got two experts in altcoin right here in front of us. Okay. What do we do guys i'm a, look i'm a struggling actor i want to make a little cash well first of all what it was a really
2: interesting time to be uh you know this like our hollywood podcast and our cryptocurrency youtube channel not even here but in real life is colliding because all these hollywood shows are getting into nfts fox entertainment studios is launching their own basically nft studio you know mm-hmm. all their like really fox shows that. they're they're going to start with um a dan Harmon show um called uh, Craptopia or something and Craptopolis or something. Dan Mm -hmm. Harmon's new show, you know, creator of Rick and Morty and they're gonna release Mm -hmm. NFTs, but pretty soon for every show, they're gonna be releasing like the weekly NFTs. Um, And that's just, you know, the one example. So it's an interesting uh, collision, but to your question, Johnny, how does the actor make money? Of course, we're not financial advisors, so you can't take this as financial advice, but here's the thing. We're in a, remember when we used to start the podcast, they used to ask every single guest what they thought about Bitcoin. I should compile those.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. That, was, that should be one little video.
2: Yeah, um, but anyway, this is what you do, guys. And again, not financial advice, but in my opinion, huge Bitcoin bull, huge Ethereum bull, um, especially over the next year to eighteen months. Um, and you know, there's plenty of opportunity in altcoins in general. Now, if you don't know anything about crypto, I would say stay away from that because if you just diversify into a bunch of altcoins, you're going to get wrecked. But <laughs> if you want to maybe triple or even quadruple your money in the next seven months within the next year, basically, not one year from today, but maybe within the next year, at some point, seven months to a year, if you want to basically quadruple your money, I would go, you know, if you had $10,000, I put 7,000 in Bitcoin, 3,000 in Ethereum, Seven months, your money's tripled. Now we could get. We said wide.
1: struggling actors, not the ones with an easy ten thousand.
2: dollars <laughs> so
0: I just got ten grand laying around, or what? It was just a, you know,
2: <laughs> it's just you know, you can have a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars. I'm just saying, okay. if you want to quadruple your you wanna, money,
0: you wanna, do you want to double it? I get it. Okay.
2: Because you know we have this other crypto YouTube channel called Altcoin Daily. So we've right. drinking the Kool Aid. We've studied the market. That's my opinion.
0: All right, that's a that's a that's a fair assessment. But would you say right now? So Bitcoin, are you, did you guys buy the dip? Yes. Okay. Right. I just Even bought that, some today. Yeah. All right. I bought some. I think two days ago or yesterday. I don't remember. Whoop. But you know, all right, that's that's something. So you're not. A, you guys are not. You know. You don't think Doge to the moon? No. Nobody.
2: Well, you know. First of all, Elon Musk's love for Doge, a lot of people are conflating it. Does he actually believe in it? Does Mark Cuban actually believe in it? No. They, You know, the fact that everybody generally understands Doge is a joke, meme, pump and dump.
0: But you know, Mark Cuban is now accepting that as a form of currency at the Dallas Maverick Games. Exactly. But it's more so make those, those two, Elon Musk and Mark Cuban, um,
2: they're making fun of the fact that, you know, the U.S. dollar is... You know basically nothing can be printed just as much as doge they're making fun of you know of currencies
0: in general um yeah okay so don't buy it is what you're telling me or buy I more say,
1: i mean in a, in a bull market which we're at a dip right now this is you know i think you should go i personally am not into doge i'm more in the DeFi sector or the nft sector just because obviously those are the trends of the year but for some reason the redditors, the TikTokers, they
0: found Doge and they love it. So they've been blowing it up, dude. So you guys, none of you guys own any at all, any Doge at all, not even not even five or anything. No, but it's funny not even that a dollar worth of it. I've I've
1: never bought Doge.
0: Okay, all right, that's 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 interesting to know. So okay, I'm I'm actually curious on this because I know we're a little off topic, but I love um, it. NFT, NFTs, right? So. I get what they are, but at the same time, I don't, right? Because it's like this—it's this weird, it's this sort of weird thing that, like, sometimes, some in some way, doesn't make sense, but then it does. Um, so, when you talk about Fox getting into NFTs and they're releasing one every week, what are they actually? What are they actually releasing? So, for someone that doesn't understand what an NFT is, what what would Fox actually be releasing on a weekly basis? A video Any-
1: clip. It could be. In the most simpli- simplistic terms, think of NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens, yeah. as, um, as collectibles. Right. Now, in the past, we didn't have collectibles you know, before NFTs digitally because they could be shared all over. If you have this meme, um, you know, that's going to get passed around and you have no real ownership of the original ones. When you put it on the blockchain, which NFTs allow you to do, you can have verifiable ownership, which just means it's based like a signature for right. this piece this piece of art you're creating mm. and that's not to say that's not to say you can't i can't take a picture of this as an nft right now and send it to all my friends i still can but yeah. it's like taking you can take a picture of the mona lisa but that's not the same thing just having just having a original creation on the blockchain allows you to understand um verifiable ownership and be able to
0: prove it which which I, that, that aspect of it does make sense to me, I guess sometimes, because I've started collecting NFT NBA moments, uh, NBA top shot. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I still think it's kind of stupid personally because I'm like, Oh, so I, I just bought this clip of this dude dunking the ball that I can just watch on YouTube that, you know what I mean? But I own it. Right. And I'm like, but yeah, I could just watch the clip on YouTube. So what? yeah, like, what value does it really have? And, is, the, is the thing you know
1: And like it's right the now- same value that that Michael Jordan basketball card has, which is whatever value society gives it.
0: Yeah nobody nobody else might have that card though.
2: And that card is worth more than just the cardboard and ink that is printed on it. you know it's the audience, it's the community giving it yeah. value. But, you know, whether NFTs, you know, NFTs aren't a store of value. If they are collectible, like a baseball card, which could, it has a market value, but isn't. It could be a store of value, but it's not generally the whole space is not a store of value, the NFT space. And just like, you know, baseball cards, um, from what I hear, I never really got into them. You know, the baseball card market goes in ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's really hot and everybody's trying to get the cards. Some years it's cooling off. So there's definitely, like right now, everybody's it's getting into hot. NFTs. Yeah. It's hot. Um, it's still trending up but eventually it's going to trend down right and you know for a, it's really easy to make money as a um nft creator right now and the people who are making the most money in nfts are people who already have a built-in community or people with actual um artistic talent like photographers or something and the reason a photographer would want to do it by the way is because you can get um basically royalties in perpetuity forever every time somebody sells your nft you can mm. set how much percentage you get, which is really driving a lot of artists and creators to create NFTs. And so they get tons of value. But as far as the people buying NFTs, there is some question, you know, will this have value? And I think the NFTs are going to have value over longer periods of time, are communities that say, stay strong. Like I wouldn't buy an NFT to make money on it. I would buy an NFT if I actually liked it and thought it had value. Or to me, because then other people might like it. Maybe if like, like, yeah, like art, like, you know, any uh, NBA top shots or maybe like a popular band, their communities are, you know, pretty strong and there's, you know, people are gonna like want to. Yeah, gonna want to get it. To have those
0: NFTs. So, I mean, this relating to that conversation you kind of brought it up with Fox, how do you think NFTs are gonna like, sort of uh, evolve in the film world? Like, what do you see? Do you have any, do you guys have any speculation in terms of like, well, NFT might, you know, work in an industry like this? Do you ever see like maybe a movie clip could be some sort of NFT or something?
2: Yeah, it could. I think maybe basically, something? I don't know. But like, you know, uh, basically what George Lucas did with uh, Star Wars, I mean, he can do the same thing with or without NFTs, but if he had NFTs back then, then all of a sudden there'd be this group of originals from each launch. And probably 30 years later, people would maybe still want to get the original Darth Vader or something Mm -hmm. NFT. Um, So it's just, um, and again, you know, is there any real value there? It's basically like a signature. If somebody signed it, it's just a little bit more of like a piece of trust and verifiability between the artist and the person buying the art. Um, So I think like every,
1: I think everybody's going to do it in the future. Are you guys, do you guys have any? No. I, I mean I'm more into buying it's because only because there's gonna be lots of uh NFTs that you know wind up useless, you know, if it turns out you know have no value, don't really hold it. And some will be the the Pokemon cards that do really have value because the community rallied. I don't know enough to pick the NFTs, so I invest in the cryptocurrencies.
0: So I, didn't I mean to cut uh, you off, what were you gonna say by the way?
1: I was gonna say just like Every like Aaron brought up Star Wars and there's a huge collector thing. Like people have authentic Darth Vader suits and like, you know, all all those geeky guys have collectors of all these different movies. And something of interesting that actually Kevin Smith director brought up, he said, you know, if he buys a sword, a special sword from this movie and he puts it in his house, he'll see it. His five, six friends will see it. And that's about it. It'll just hang Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. if you have an nft a special collectible nft you post it online and that's where you really want the eyes people are obsessed with the likes and kids today they care way more about their online presence than you know right. what's hanging in their room so i think the movies you know that's just another avenue for the movies to connect with the people that like them
2: and by the way real yeah. quick um nfts uh don't have to be art they can be like for instance tickets to a concert or even to the premiere of a movie and if you have this nft like verifiable i was there on opening day like here's the thing you can go on ebay right now and find a ticket to woodstock the original woodstock and that's still going on ebay and there's just a group of people who love woodstock in that period of time and there's always a market value for stuff like that now if you know if all those tickets would have been an nft A lot of different things can happen, but one of the things that could happen is, you know, 20 years later, every single person with that NFT can like prove they were there and verifiably prove every single other person who is there who wants to make it public. And all of a sudden you have this sense of community with somebody who saw a movie or saw a concert 20 Mm -hmm. years later. And it's just like a cool thing to, you know, basically develop communities.
0: I like it. I think it's interesting it's the wave of the future it's weird to see all this stuff evolving so fast and i'm curious to see how movies and studios maybe find ways to monetize things through an nft um it's cool times man cool times crazy
1: times
2: yeah well it's interesting because like kevin smith brought this up on the our youtube channel he said that um I was never interested in Bitcoin that doesn't speak to me. That's fine. I'm not hating on it. I just, it doesn't speak to me. I really got passionate about it when I started learning about these NFTs. So it's just Mm. like interesting, like people who wouldn't normally be into
1: crypto before are just like coming in through.
0: Oh, do you guys, Kevin Smith is a follower?
1: We got, he's, he's, his next movie, he is launching as an NFT. So we had him on the show like two weeks Ah, ago.
0: Oh, Dude, I got, how come I didn't even know about this? It was deep,
1: deep, deep in the pandemic. You were at Rick's like, or something. Uh, yeah, you you were at Rick's. Man, didn't even hey, hear,
0: about Rick's Rick's hear about this. How uh, was Rick's thing? you hear about this? Johnny, I assume you watch, dude. <laughs> you guys have posts every day, dude. I can't I can't even keep up with that, dude. I can barely keep up with once a week. It's so much, inf- it's so much information, dude. I, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, it was great, dude. Next time I see you guys in person, I'll tell you all about it. All the hijinks and everything. So, yeah. It'll be fun. Hey, but anyway, I think that kind my, of wraps it up.
1: Well, let's last five minutes. Let's just get down to the business with us. We have two short films in post. When's that? When's our post are going to be done?
0: It's done. I, it's it's finished. She sent it to me today. I meant oh. to send it to you guys uh, uh, earlier today, but uh, she she took she took off something that Brian talked about. Um, the light. Yeah, and then uh, it's Sherry sent it to me. Which is another conversation we probably should have soon about what we want to do. Let's do it right uh, now. I think, it, I think it's time we should start submitting to festivals with these things and see where it goes. Because now that things are opening again, I think it's now it's time to like see where we can get into so we can actually go in person. So. I agree. I was actually
1: talking to Brian. I had a beer with him
0: midweek this
1: week, and he, we were like, "Yeah, we should like." There, everything's opening up again. Yeah, we should submit to obviously the big festivals that are known that we like, and also the LA local ones. And we're like, I think all of us kind of know which festivals generally we all want to be at, but we should start submitting.
0: Yeah. I think this coming week we can take a look. Um, I think if all of us kind of go on a film freeway and start making a note of like which ones seem worth it. Cause I mean, there's so many, obviously we can submit to the free ones and like, the ones that are like really cheap or something. Oh, maybe. let's not do that. Well, I mean, the I free it's ones, if <laughs> it's free, why not just do it? Um, let's not waste 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, we, we don't have to submit to like everything obviously cause we did that last time and we saw how that turned out. Hey, so, whose who's smoke alarm is that? Is that you, John? I don't think it's me, dude. Is it's it? not us. Maybe it's mine, but yeah, I heard tough. it too, but I thought that was you guys. It's because I have the headphones on and I can't. I think it's you. Maybe the battery's low or something. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so let's plan to link up. Okay. Figure out what to, and There it goes again. Uh, figure out what, uh, what you guys want to do. I mean, how many festivals are you thinking you want to submit to? You know, 10, 20? To, know. Me, to no, me, no more than 20. Okay.
1: I, I mean, to me, here's the thing. We're going to get an easy six or seven that are in the LA area, max. And then it's going to be, there's at least 15 notable ones across country, Tribeca, uh, South by Southwest, 10 others. Yeah. So I, so I guess it will be 20, but I mean, I'd submit to them if
2: they're like quality, but I wouldn't want to go hard on submitting to ones I don't care about.
0: Yeah. We spent a lot of money last time. And I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't have to do that again. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Oh, and uh, I think uh, have, we'll talk about this because uh, I was actually just talking to Ash, and we have to. Uh, um, if you guys have some ideas, because we we kind of set a deadline to have an outline written for this feature, uh, June first. So, um, it's I think up. we I think we have all the characters for the most part. Why don't like, you invite us over down. sometime? Yeah, do you guys can come over? Uh, we have so I wrote down. Pretty much the breakdown for your guys' characters. And, um, and for the
1: audience, this is a feature that we have a goal to shoot, get started by the end of this year.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, I think you guys will like the breakdowns I wrote for you guys. Did I share them with you? Did I ever share those with you? Verb- Verbally, but I don't remember it. And Okay, uh, yeah, maybe verbally, but anyway, so I wrote them down. actually not about
1: our specific characters, just about the characters in general.
0: No, I wrote breakdowns like specifically for each one of you guys. And I think we kind of know like where the arc is going to happen and stuff. Um, but now we need to have, we need to essentially, we want to polish the outline because I have an outline already, but it's like very rough. Um, so we're going to try to set it. We set a goal of like June 1st to have the outline done. Is uh, Good, good. Dude,
2: I, I want to do that, but I just thought of something kind of. Well, what happened? I was just wondering, dude, does Ash still have his Bitcoin? I think he does. I, I, to, I
0: haven't asked him. I'm assuming know. he does. All right. I was afraid he panicked sold. But anyway, about the uh, about the feature film. <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't think he did. He he was he kept pushing Filecoin on me. He kept saying, like, dude, that that's paying I think he was saying like seven percent interest or something. On Gemini, yeah. Yeah, on Gemini. And I was like, ah, I don't know, dude. It was just I hate that you have to have like ten apps to like get the jump through hoops to buy one thing. And I'm like
2: <laughs> I I would say for like the unless like Austin and I have a bunch of altcoins and like manage those, you
0: know. What do, you, what, do you got, what do you guys use, by the way, to manage those? The thing is, I'm not
1: interested in staking that 7% because I'm not convinced Filecoin, it, it probably will still be around. I'm just, like I said in that text, it's like a great concept of decentralized file storage, but it has such a high market cap and nobody actually using it for file storage yet. I don't want to be ha- having to hold it on Gemini, you know, two years out because I just don't know yet. So I just don't stake. I just have them all in my wallet.
0: What do you guys need to buy though?
1: or on well, the exchanges wallet. i've uh, which one though uniswap is like okay. the big one
2: well uniswap okay. to get like the the low cap altcoin gems because that's like the decentralized exchange also i have i use uh coinbase pro a lot or um binance us but i've used a bunch of them and like i would say like for somebody like you know for somebody who doesn't follow the market every day like us and who isn't going to want to like manage each different thing like I would say it's better for the average person just to go, you know, mostly Bitcoin and Ethereum and then maybe do 10% on the speculative vaults. But like, you're going to make more money holding less in the long run, I think,
0: unless you're managing it like actively. So maybe just like Coinbase Pro because the fees are lower or something. Yeah, that's right.
1: great. And then Uniswap, if you want to degen and just throw money away on gamble, gambling on mm. coins. Make, well, make I am going to look
0: into, I, I haven't used that one. I've used Binance, but I'll have to look into that one. If if you're on regular Binance,
1: then that's pretty good also. Okay. Because they- I I just don't
0: like that there's so many, I have to have so many accounts. You know what I mean? Like I like that I can just go to one and it's all there, but there's not anything that it can really, it's like, no, you got to use this app to get this coin. And it's like, dude, making it too difficult to buy. You know, I got to buy Ethereum. Then I got to turn it into this to buy this coin. It's like, come on. I don't know.
1: No, dude, I think you're hitting a point that's, you know, there's big uh, barriers to entry right now still for cryptocurrency. So I feel you. Right, right. Anyway, it's been fun, guys. Yeah.
2: Guys, by the next time you see us. Um, this will be an NFT. Yes. Keep auditioning. Keep hodling Bitcoin.
0: Keep pushing forward. And make sure you guys follow the channel, your guys' channel. Altcoin Daily, right? Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. How many subscribers do you have now? 500? 770. You guys are blown out of the water, dude. People want to know about cryptocurrency. Dude, it's hot right now. It's hot. All right, guys. Good talk. We'll see you guys soon.
2: Bye.